we all know that the cats are women and dogs are boys. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, they're not. That is such a lie. <laughs> Our cats are creepy, Janie. They're Whoa, in front ooh. of you. They yes, they're in front of you one minute. They're back there, but the next they are moody AF, and they. That's crafty. They're self-assured. I hate. I hate them. They're creepy. You can't make <laughs> friends with a cat. You can make dogs are way more transparent. I think you've. I think you've just got on the wrong side of them. No, I don't like them. You could like turn this into a, a parallel conversation about like dynamic, fearless, like self-assured women. Like some people just think they're creepy and they just like pop up wherever they want, and other people think they're like empowered. I can do whatever I want. I can. I don't need your food. I can go and get food wherever I want in the neighborhood. Thank you very much. Exactly. So. I see the best in cats and women. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> Emma is a misogynistic. Ah, so Emma hates cats and women. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. Let's begin the episode. No. <laughs> I just, I, I do not buy into that analogy. It's too late. It's bought. It's done. <laughs> that is not fair. You tarnished me with the same brush. And don't edit this so it just says I hate women. No. Hi guys and welcome. This podcast is devoted to helping you guys find faith and have hope in the pandemic. Created as an attempt to bridge the two metre gap between two real best friends. Yep, that's us. My name is Shaz. And I'm Emma. And welcome to our podcast. Grab a cup of tea and join us for some stories and probably a lot of laughs. Shaz and Emma can't see each other so they're making a podcast and it's fun. <laughs> Hi guys and welcome back to our podcast where we two best friends hang out and talk about what life has looked down. No. <laughs> hang out and talk about what life has looked like for each of us during a time of a global pandemic. I got there. No, yes, you yeah, did. Well done, Shaz. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We've been meeting like this over Zoom and chatting with different friends each week, which has actually been really fun. Mm-hmm. But, like the good saying goes, all good things have to come to an end at some stage. And so, this is our last and final episode. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> we actually love doing this, and we've actually got a new little secret project that we're really excited for. It's going to be full of life, it's going to be full of joy and hope, and hopefully loads of fun. But we can't tell you about it just yet. Secrets. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. We're keeping it top secret, but keep coming back each week and watch the space and all will be revealed very soon. Very soon. And a, a like a super ominous like introduction to the episode we've got but we have a little treat for you a little clue a little secret snack uh a little <laughs> nibble <laughs> of excitement it's a little taste of what is to come and that is that our guest on the show today is actually going to be a part of our new project it's poet wife encourager extraordinaire Janie McLeod-White. Oh, hello. Jane. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Shaz. That was a really nice introduction. Janie, we're so happy you're joining us today. It's the best. Woo-woo. Um, obviously, we just introduced you in a pretty ominous way. Yeah. But why don't you do our listeners a favour 
and tell them a bit about who you are, what you love and what lockdown looks like for you. Um, hello, thank you so much hello. for the introduction, that was so lovely um, <laughs> and wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm Jane, also known as Janie to a lot of my friends. Um, I'm from Preston, I love comedy and laughing. Uh, I run a business called Positive Poetry, which I'm a lot of lockdown has been working on relaunching and so for the past few years I've been leading workshops in acting and creating theatre shows and lockdown I've been spending a lot of time with my husband um we've both been in the flat all the time together um and uh learning a lot about each other I've also it's <laughs> <laughs> a really polite way to phrase that we've been learning so much about each other all the things I hate, all the things he does that annoys me, how loud he is. I, I think the thing was everybody was doing um, the marriage course that was the yeah. course. Um, we didn't do that. I just cut his hair for him and that was like enough <laughs> of like, we have learned we've got 10 years of experience now in just like two years and today. So um, yeah. And, um, and I've just been cooking loads of things because I love cooking. I've been, got well into nutrition, learning loads of recipes, and that's kind of it, really. That sounds great. I love that. Uh, what's funny is, like, we're now at a stage where this, is, this will be week 15 of this podcast, and we're now at the stage where, like, not only does my mum, like, text me with, like, funny inside jokes about the podcast, <laughs> but also I now... We'll have conversations with people in real life because now we can meet up with people in real life and they will reference things that I've said on the podcast to Emma and it always like freaks me out because I'm like, <laughs> were you there when I said that thing? Because I forget. And so the other day I was chatting with you, Janie, and, and we were talking about, I, I, I mentioned how I felt like chocolate mousse and you were like, yeah, yeah, you were talking about it with Emma the other day. I was like, what was I? Was I? <laughs> And it was because we talked about how when I'm really sensitive, I feel like chocolate moves <laughs> on the podcast and you'd listen to that podcast and then referenced it with me in real life. And it was just the most, the most surreal thing. For a minute when you said that, this is more surreal, I thought my first thought was a chocolate, like an actual moose, like a, <laughs> an animal moose. And I'd, I, so I was like, "What? When? When did I say that? Are you just making stuff up for your listeners?" But no, this is true. Maybe the lesson here is that our memories are both really, really bad. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that I was playing The Sims on the podcast, <laughs> and I explained to Emma about, you know, one of my ch favorite childhood things was to go <laughs> home and learn The Sims language and talk about it in school. <laughs> to which she said that that was really lame. Yeah, and funnily enough. I had a conversation with JD the other day and she started speaking The Sims. Oh my gosh, can you please do this now? This is hilarious. I only know the aggressive, like... Oh, do it. JD, do it. <laughs> but uh, what, I, what I presume is one of their swear words was um, Spanish now. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that one before. And also when they're trying to get your attention, you know, like when they're desperate for the toilet and you don't take them to the toilet because <laughs> playing some weird game with them. And then they're like, oh, to get your attention I was so I was saying all of this to Ed I was like I started doing it and then um uh what was your one Shaz the banana was so I started just speaking in Simish to Ed one morning because I was like reminded of it by Shaz 
and Ed was just like smiling at me <laughs> and um, I was like you know what I'm doing and he's like yeah yeah of course I do I was like you know don't you and he was like yeah yeah I was like what is it and he went Moana <laughs> I was like because we watched for the first time we watched Moana somehow Ed, he thought, why oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> it's like ah I understand the yeah. Maori tribe language <laughs> I just find it hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> one of the things we like to do with our guests is ask them what their highs and lows of the last week have been. So it can I feel weird now calling you Jamie because you've just said my name is Jane. You can my mum's name is Jane. And so I don't want to call you Jane and for it to be like, I'm telling my mum off. Because I would normally be like, yeah, right, Jane, with my mum. You can call me either, because I think when people know me and they call me Janie, then that's okay. I think okay. it's because a past few jobs that I've had, that I've been introduced through a friend to the employer, and oh. they introduced me as Janie. So then my work email, everything got set up as Janie. So then <gasps> Janie, what was like the, the term for... The cute little nickname. You've, you've earned it. Yeah, you're like oh. part of my little circle. Then other people started using it. And then I was like, that's you've not earned it. You've not worked for that Janie. Yeah. Like, at least ask me who, like how I am or how I like to be referenced first. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so you can call me either. I don't mind. Jane, Janie, Janie, <laughs> bala bing bong. Um, <laughs> highs and lows of the week? Um, my high of the week has been that I, so I've been teaching myself animation, learning to do it cool. using various bits of software because I want to use it for my poetry videos. And it's something I've always wanted to do. So lockdown has given me the time to actually invest in that. That's cool. Yeah. So it's been a lot of learning and a lot of like, oh, I've done everything wrong. I have to start again. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> but this week, um, I watched it back and it was all starting to fit together and actually seeing like what you've learned come together and it's just like a, mm -hmm. such an encouragement along the way so that's been I think my high of the week my low of the week I mean I've had a pretty good week so it's hard to think of a low I guess like some of my plants have died that's pretty sad oh that is sad oh yeah please don't don't talk to Sharon about plants dying she can't handle it I can't handle it I name all of my plants, so when they oh. die, I get really upset because I know them by name. Yeah, well, you like you've gone on a journey with them. You've watched them grow from like seedling. If you if you've planted them, Shaz, yeah. I don't know if you just buy them in the shop and just put them on your windowsill. Sometimes I do. Sometimes, I, like at the moment, I'm I'm on a bit of a like personal journey with Gwyneth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? What what is she? Like she is a beautiful, slender, um, very green cheese plant. So she's got these luscious big leaves oh. that you see all over like Pinterest with like the little holes. Yeah. And and what's interesting is that I, I got a cutting of a plant, this cheese plant, from my friend Matt, Matt Shad. Shout out to Matt Shad. And cheese I put it plant. in some water. It, it's because it looks like cheese because it has holes in it. That's lame, but okay. <laughs> It has another different Latin name, I'm sure. I don't. I just think it should have a better name. Just because it, it has holes in it doesn't mean there's cheese. No, but it has a it has a real name. This is just like its nickname. Okay, carry on. Anyway, I got a cutting of the cheese plant, put it in some water. It sprouted little roots, and then I put that in a 
in a pot with mud and soil and it took ages and ages and then out of the stem of one of the leaves that I'd planted grew this little like sprout like an extra little like finger and I was like what is going on here and then it burst out of the seam of the stem of the other one and unfurled into an entirely full leaf and now that full leaf is also sprouting another curled up other leaf so Gwyneth is on her fourth leaf now oh she has children yeah I'm pumped for children her plants. there is a latin name for it obviously there is for everything um monstera Del- deliciosa yeah do you prefer that Emma does that sit better with you deliciosa would you like to write into the plant council <laughs> yeah I think so I think we'll have to complain I don't think that's a good name either also just imagine the plant council for a second <laughs> <laughs> definitely a sunflower would be on it there'd be a sunflower and like i imagine they all look like bill and ben and they're just sat around a, like a, a big table of mud anyway um so that was that was the low of your week your plant died yeah well a few of them have died oh, oh sad emma what about what about your highs and lows of the week my high of the week was seeing my life group in person last night for the first time in like Aww. four months four or five months which wow i bet it was really fun it was it was so nice to see everyone and like there was so there was a girl that joined our life group in lockdown so like we had never met her in person so we met her in person for the first time last night which was just so lovely it was great that's so special it was it was lush I loved it I had a great time and we're meeting up again next week as well which is lovely so that was my high of the week my low of the week I think um a few days ago there was a news article and a video doing the rounds of a British cop arresting um a black man and putting his his knee on his neck and it was just like that's so horrifying yeah it was I just I watched the video and like you, you've got all of these people yelling at him being like yeah you know you're videoing you blah, 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 blah. and so he does lift his knee like he does get off the guy but you're just like <sighs> it shouldn't be there in the first place exactly exactly and it just sort of I was I just watched it just horrified and just was disgusted by it and it was just like, gosh, there's so much work to do to like dismantle these systems that are in place mm-hmm. that allow for these kinds of things to happen, that allow for racism to happen. So I was just like, this is ugh, just hit by the reality of it I, again. Did that happen in the UK? Yes. Okay. So everyone's argument that like, you know, it happens in America, but it doesn't happen here, like, has now just completely dissipated. I mean, yeah, it was false anyways, but, like, even, yeah. like, even more so to the point where it was, like, the same thing yeah. that happened to George Floyd was happening here. That's so sad. Yeah. What about you, Shaz? What's your high and low of the week? Okay, so, my, I mean, my low is that I had another existential crisis. I basically have one every month. I don't know if any creatives out there can relate to this, but like imposter syndrome. Oh, absolutely. You know, that feeling where you like, you doubt your ability to do the thing that you're dreaming or wishing or thinking to do. Mm. And you're also really scared that somebody else is going to call you out as a fraud. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Every time I have a great idea or a new project that I start to get excited about, 
I get hit by this like imposter syndrome like complex that like oh well I don't I don't have this degree or I haven't trained in this or like maybe people are going to call me out because I'm still learning as a person right Mm. and that's a world like a world where people call you out as a fraud is like a also a world where there's no grace and so yeah but sometimes I get so in my head about it that I can then just feel like an imposter in every facet of my life and I'm like Mm. I'm not a good friend and I'm not a good wife and I'm I don't I'm not qualified to do anything except for maybe breathe and so I'm just gonna stand here (laughs) oh Shaz but on the flip side of that I have had some good revelations with God and I I could talk about that later Mm -hmm. Um, on my on my high of the week um there's a few things I'm quite excited about number one is after our chat last week about Zac Efron I actually watched (laughs) Down to Earth the series with him in which is great (laughs) oh Zac Efron and then because Dan and I were talking about how great it is with some friends of ours I finally convinced him to watch High School Musical which was (laughs) great and we were doing it with some friends of ours so our friend Robbie he is he's quite a muscular manly man tattooed head to toe like big beard drives like a bike and like loves heavy metal he was in the street singing we're all in it together by the end of the evening it was great Dan was singing I was singing he was it was it was brill and then we played The Floor is Lava the next day and we tried to jump from one couch to another to see if we could actually go on the show The Floor is Lava and if you haven't watched it, that's hilarious. Yeah, it is. And to top it all off, this weekend we're going to Thorpe Park. Oh, that's cool. It's going to be great. So is that open then? Yeah, baby. It is open you yeah Emma told me two weeks ago and the next thing I was doing was booking tickets <laughs> yeah literally she was like I mean that parks are open what yeah I'm we've got to go now <laughs> yeah you have to pre-book tickets and you have to wear face masks on a lot of the rides so how that so you're not allowed to sing in places but you're yeah, allowed but you to can scream. scream on a roller coaster I guess yeah Just... with a mask though because like with sit stone I I'm not sure I buy all this stuff about how singing spreads COVID anyway. So they're doing research about it now. They just don't actually know if it spreads it or not at the moment. They just got sick of us singing. <laughs> they are allowing you, um, you to do outdoor concerts now. So you, you could sing outside. Yeah. Just don't sing directly into somebody else's mouth. <laughs> I mean, that was my personal preference before COVID. So... <laughs> going to still be my preference now uh, JD our next question that we ask people is what is keeping you entertained apart from us duh <laughs> <laughs> apart from you I have enjoyed listening to your podcast because it does feel like you're in my living room just chatting about sims making noise no I'm joking yeah chatting about sims. <laughs> <laughs> I have really enjoyed it um but something actually this week that has been keeping me entertained and this would be I think a shock to anybody that actually knows me (laughs) I'm ready for it my word I'm ready for it too but this week I've spent a lot of time on Minecraft Uh. (laughs) (laughs) that's the game where it's like Legos but on the TV yeah oh my word Janie that is so lame 
Oh my goodness, but it's not Emma. Have you played it before? Oh, but it's not Emma. It's not. Oh, flipping heck, it's it's amazing. <laughs> that is hilarious. I thought it was just fourteen-year-old boys play this game called Minecraft, uh-huh. and I used to think it was. I just presumed it was like a shooty fighty game, which um, apart from Street Fighter Two on Sega Mega Drive, like otherwise I find like <laughs> anything quite boring. <laughs> but like, but Minecraft, you get to you can build houses, do interiors, you can travel up mountains there's like the added threat of zombies at night and stuff so you just have to get back home before the zombies come out um which to be honest i just find quite a nuisance but i spent so much time on it this week and it's actually it's actually made me more productive interestingly it's like got my creative juices flowing because it's like completely different to any of the creative stuff i do um i know i'm talking about this quite seriously now and you're both sitting back in your chairs like <laughs> no no bring it on no it's actually amazing i think you should all get it and we'll all make realms together i don't have a tv <laughs> or nor a game station i don't have my ipad i also don't have an ipad emma has an ipad so emma will have created her own replica of her house <laughs> by next week Great. i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> Um, Emma, what has been keeping you entertained? Well, I listened to Ellie Golding's new album a couple of days ago, and I don't, I don't tend to like. I'm not like a big Ellie Golding fan. Like, I like a couple of her tunes, but usually I find her stuff a bit boring. But um, she released a new album a couple few on Friday, I think, mm-hmm. and it's really good. It's really good really good tunes good vibes good beats catchy stuff what about you Saz? i committed myself at the beginning of the year to read a book every month and i've just tallied up how many books i've read in seven months and it is i'm on 12 books guys oh my gosh i know i granted some of them were like young adult dystopian fiction that i basically (laughs) swallowed whole in a day but also like some of them are really educational and theological and really deep. Um, and I, I got this book, it has a swear in the title. I'm not going to say Whoa. the swear, but I will allude Whoa. to the swear. Um, <laughs> I got this book, How to Undo the That Modern World Does to Us uh, by a guy called Gareth Riddy. And it's really fun, He he's like, kind of a personal trainer he does like lots of like movement uh, like physiotherapy kind of stuff with people in rehab and talks a lot about like fear of missing out and fear of other people's opinions and like using movement to help like heal aches and pains and how at like 30 years old we shouldn't be dealing with like so many chronic pains and like aches and pains like that we see in our 60s like we've all slowed down as a generation and so what's funny is each chapter is a letter of his name so he's just spelt out gareth throughout the entire book <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> that is hilarious i mean the like the funny side of it just like tickled me so much that i was like i like this guy i'm gonna read his book and the first chapter for g he talks about this thing called grounding which i have turned Emma onto in the last week and I made her come and walk like barefoot outside my house. But mm-hmm. grounding or earthing is like this concept that you can 
basically by going skin to earth like barefoot or like using your hands to touch the ground or like grass or trees you can let electrons flow from the earth to your body which kind of makes sense right like god built humans after he built the world so therefore you think that we should receive some kind of benefit from living in it oh yeah mm-hmm yeah absolutely being at one with it right like we know that from food and from like just being in nature but it's all to do with like free radicals and like blood cells and cardiovascular stuff and anti-inflammatory stuff but like it can help you fight chronic pain and help you sleep better just to spend time barefoot walking through the grass or just like sitting in your garden with your bare feet touching the grass and so like for 15 minutes every day I've just maybe even more I've just been going out to the field by my house or sitting in the garden with like no phone no bible plan no nothing and just a cup of tea that's it and just like spending time at one with the earth but also just letting God do and speak to me about whatever he wants really and just like have his way and it's just been a really refreshing really nice Mm. Sounds great. And I can already tell that like in the day, the aches and pains that I am kind of used to and I thought were normal for my age have just gone. That's amazing. Mm. I love that. That's so interesting. Do you like full on immerse your body? Do you like lie there like and make a snow angel in the grass? Sometimes I do. Or do you just sit on your butt? You wouldn't need to. You could just sit on your butt with your feet on the grass or just walk through grass barefoot. Okay. Or you could just like go and touch a bush or a tree that you have in your garden or whatever it is. Or swim in a lake. Oh. I mean, depending on the lake, you might end up with germs too. But <laughs> it, it basically stops your brain from triggering the like fight or flight reactions and like allows your brain to do what I what I read online today as rest and digest reactions oh nice I love that which is really cute like I want my body to rest and digest thank you very much amen yes please but I've just been loving it it's just been really really nice sounds great Janie our next question on the podcast is what have you been receiving from God in this time so I think particularly this week God's been reminding me of something he um, said to me a few years ago about um, just about enjoying having the pleasure of God being your only audience Mm. because right now there is like no like live theatre or anything like that or gigs and stuff like that Um, and so I've just sort of been just working on my poetry and performance and stuff just with him as my audience and like everything I do is just like him as my audience and um a few years ago he'd said to me uh it was some work I had and I was waiting for the poetry um stuff to be to be used um yeah I was for particular projects I was waiting for the poetry stuff to be used and it kept getting pushed back all the time and so I got really frustrated and I just really clearly heard God say um would you still use your gifts if it was only I that spoke of them and so that like birthed like a whole poem and stuff that's been like um such a reminder to me and this week he's just sort of brought it back when I if I put something out there online or like show someone a poem or something and it might not get the reaction that I'm hoping for for whatever reason and God's just like 
given me this gentle reminder of um like I'm the one that calls uncle I'm the one that draws the pulls the curtains I'm the one that's clapping and mouthing everything word for word like I'm basically as corny as it sounds your biggest fan and so he's like had so much pleasure in that because I've not needed to seek it externally I've just been able to just enjoy it with him um and yeah I do absolutely believe our gifts are there so that we can give them to the world and you know and share them with everybody Mm. but there are hidden seasons as well and I think that's that's been quite a nice thing of just being able to come back to the roots of like I don't need external affirmation I can just find it in God and it is definitely a process but that's been something he's been reminding me of this week I'm just looking online because I feel like there's a lot of a lot of people talk about audience of one and so I'm trying to find out if it's in the bible like there's a particular bible verse the one that he's been speaking using for me this week has been in I can't remember specifically it's in John and just him talking about um I don't need humans praise I don't need people's praise I just work for God um and that's the only praise I need um that's a massive paraphrase but <laughs> um <laughs> but that's like what he's hey we call those power phrases yes yeah. <laughs> I love it <laughs> so um yeah that's what he's been using to say that to me this week I love that Em what about you what have you been learning from God this week so what I've been learning this week is that Jesus isn't in a rush and I think I know that logically, but practically living my life, I don't live like that. I think if I feel like I'm in a rut or I become aware of a lie that I believe, um, I'm really quick to be like, okay, let's get out of this. Let's get rid of this and let's move on. Um, right. But I think more recently I've found myself sort of asking questions and feeling things that I can't make myself stop or get through quickly. I just have to be and kind of feel through it. Um, And I found that Jesus is really present in that place. Um, He isn't angry and he's not trying to like rush me along or be like, can you just get over this now? Like chop, chop, we have somewhere to be. Like he's just really present and he walks with you through it. I don't think I've ever spent a lot of time in that kind of place to experience him there. So it's cool to sort of experience him close in in that place. So yeah, that's me. That's nice. Like it's it's funny. I've heard a lot of uh, reviews about the a book by John Mark Comer called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, and like one of the things he says is hurry is a form of violence on the soul. And mm. like, how true is that? That like we're we're in our modern world like so prone to like rushing that sometimes when we sit with God in our like brokenness or our confusion or like we're asking him to heal something we're just like okay snap snap like mm. let's get it happening but actually like you're saying we can learn so much by just sitting with him and like letting him be patient with us even in our frustrations yeah exactly um and it's like surrendering that control of like of trying to move it along quickly at a pace that actually you just can't keep up with yeah yeah what about you Shaz so circling back to my existential crisis earlier God has just been speaking to me so much this week about like purpose and I think the more I understand his like his goodness his grace his like 
unconditional love for me the more I realize I can't do to earn it <laughs> and so the ironic thing is then I try and grab for purpose wherever I can find it because I'm desperate to be like no but I, I can do a thing that will make you like love me more or something I don't know yeah. I just I'm desperate to prove my value and um I was listening to a podcast called the real life podcast with Jeff and Elizabeth key and 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 Alyssa his wife was talking about how she, God had spoken to her about her purpose and she didn't get any clarification about like what job it would be like she didn't hear God saying like you will be an author and you will be like a social media influencer and you'll be a mother and all of this stuff but she did get really clearly from God like you will be a hope bringer that's cool and Jeff says this line and I, I wrote it down this morning because he it was so succinct and so clear he says God speaks most of the time identity mission and purpose over you in a value-based way not a vocational based way mm. and so like how often are we sat and we're waiting and we're like okay god just tell me what job i'm gonna do like mm -hmm. how many of us have finished uni and been like okay what like or even gone into uni like i need to know what job i'm gonna do at the end of this i need to know what career i'm gonna have i need to know <laughs> what corporate ladder i'm gonna climb and we feel like god is just gonna tell us like you're going to be a doctor or whatever it is and actually like he does care about what we do but his his I feel like his priority his heart is bent more towards showing us who we are instead of what we can do yeah so true and so the the question instead of asking like god god what job do you want me to do or how can I prove my value is like who have you called me to be who do you say I am like mm -hmm. what gifts and passions have you put in me like what do I love like what do I enjoy doing like do I love connecting with people do I love encouraging them like Janie does like I, I joked about this the other day Janie encouraged me so much the other day that she started crying <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like awkwardly stood there like no if you actually cry I'll cry like this is really <laughs> weird for me I can't deal with this kind of encouragement my encouragement is more of like a tough love kind of rub some dirt in it you're great <laughs> and but like actually like who does god say i am like he says i'm like energetic and fun and friendly and welcoming and i'm a planner and i'm a deep thinker and actually if i thought about all of those things it wouldn't matter so much what job i would go into because i'd know who i am mm, so, so good jazz and so in the in the like in the height of imposter syndrome like i don't know i didn't know if i should start this podcast with you em like i didn't yeah, know yeah. if i should start my youtube channel and i doubt every choice i make to do something and try and create something with my life mm. but actually like god has said specific things about my personality and my value based on just like how he's made me that like like just cut through the white noise of doubt that's so good and so yeah that is my little nugget of podcast wisdom my pod nug my little <laughs> word my thought nug, for the day <laughs> that's amazing and actually i have a quote from john piper from a book called don't waste your life which is really great and he says god calls us to pray and think and dream and plan and work not to be made much of 
but to make much of him in every part of our lives. And like, it, like just imagine the pressure, like taking off that like weight of pressure. If you were just like, he didn't ask me to do all of these things to prove who I am, but like just to enjoy him and like mm. the life he's given me. Like then if you fail, it's not on you. It doesn't matter. Like you were just trying to celebrate him. Yeah. Love it. So yeah. Be free. Know yourself. Let God speak into who you are. Go rub your feet on the grass. <laughs> I will. <laughs> it felt like we needed a congregational. <laughs> I will. <laughs> we will. We will. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you so much, Janie Jane. <laughs> Janie Jane, I like Janie Jane. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you to everyone who's been listening as we said before working on something new and exciting so watch this space keep listening in over the next few weeks and if you aren't already come hang out with us on facebook and instagram we'll see you there don't forget to stay happy healthy and hopeful bye, bye. 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 i had this chat with janie the other day about like how to say goodbye for things and and Janie, you gave me the rule of four. Oh yeah, yeah, the four buys, yeah. The yeah. four buys. <laughs> rule of four. So like, you're like, okay, bye. And they go, oh, yeah, bye. And you go, yeah, thanks, see you soon, bye. And they go, okay, bye. And then you know you can hang up. <laughs> <laughs>